Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Everybody, listen carefully. You're listening to the SEC Insider Hit on the Bowbound Show. Fueled by Fleetway Market. Fuel up your car and cooler at Fleetway this football season. Let's go. Uh, you can watch the show on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. Good morning. Welcome in. Armchair QB Monday. Having some fun. Uh, Rebs and dogs win. So everybody's excited. After two big uh, home victories against conference foes. And Mike Leach needed a big home game win. I mean, yeah, he beat NC State and Kentucky last year at home. But let's be honest, that just doesn't have the juice. I'm sorry. And uh, that's his biggest home win. He needed to do that in front of the home crowd at Davis Wade. You know, Kiffin's already done that. And um, they put the exclamation point on the game. Uh, late in the game, it was close for a while as uh, Mississippi State prevailed. And now there's questions around Jimbo and the Aggies. So your SEC insider hit is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We welcome in our friend Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. And Lugs joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Lugs, can you remember, uh, and I'm sure it's happened, May even happen recently, but a team like A&M that's gone, I think, three classes in a row, top five, and last year's class, number one, um, that looks this bad on the offensive line, but the team as a whole is trending the wrong way considering they're now considered an elite recruiter, Tom. Well, they're considered an elite recruiter, but what what do we con- are we considering that as five six seven classes in a row or one and a half classes considering COVID because I think that's the thing that to me has been a bit of a a myth in all of this and that is and you've heard me say this before until proven otherwise they're an eight and four program all right they've had two double digit win seasons as you've heard me tell you in twenty four years. 
24 years. So we looked at that 2022 recruiting class, right? And everybody's oohing and on, and, and, and that's great. But did anybody actually think, like, were these people under the impression that every one of those guys was going to come in and play and dominate? It does, I mean, it doesn't work that way. You might have one or two. You might have three or four. But you don't, they're, they're not just going to come in and transform the program overnight. And I think that, that was kind of the, as I said, myth in this whole deal, that that was what was going to happen. Now, we've seen LT Overton. We've seen Shamar Stewart. We've seen Evan Stewart on offense. Flash some bright spots. Obviously, they've got some nice young guys. But I think they've got, they've got a confidence problem. They have a quarterback problem. They have an offensive line problem. And I think the offensive line side of things, that's where you have the biggest struggle when you're dealing with younger players, man, because they can get overwhelmed. And that's where, you know what? That's where I give LSU a lot of credit. LSU's playing with Will Campbell that's and Emory Jones, right tackle and left tackle, right? And they have somehow figured out how to manage that. Now, the difference between them and A&M is that they have a quarterback that can get them out of trouble. Sure. Like if things aren't perfect, Jaden Daniels can move around by time. He can take off and run. That's not right now what Texas A&M is playing with. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Uh, if you look at their, I mean, <sighs> Eight, eight and four could be the moon for them now. Right. I know. And so I, I, I see where you're going. Hey, did, did, did fans believe that all these guys would play? Well, actually, the, the answer is yes, because fanaticism, which pays both of our bills, people automatically assume, all right, they were already a top 10 recruiter. He has been recruiting gangbusters the last few years there. And they said, yeah, we're ready. We, we beat eight because – Fans can gloss over, fair or unfair, the Mississippi State, Ole Miss, LSU, and Arkansas loss last year. Exactly. They beat Bama, and they had the number one recruiting class, and that's all they talked about all spring and summer. Right. Now, so, They're not talking about where the roster is. They're not talking about the – did you see Alabama losing to those other teams? No. No, exactly. <laughs> they're, all, they're all fired up about beating Alabama. Look at who you lost to. If you're a top 10 program, if you're a top five program, you don't lose to those teams. No. Um, and uh, uh, So the question is the play caller. I think the bigger question is the guy who's the play caller in OC. And mm-hmm. he's already over 50 years old. 
He was told that he was a boy wonder OC because of his days at LSU, which I thought was ridiculous. That was a generic, ordinary offense that was built around Saban's genius and defense. Everything was still played in the box, especially in the SEC, mm-hmm. uh, outside of Spurrier. Um, so where does this go? I don't think he's got the ability because he believes I'm a national championship coach. I was the boy wonder at LSU, 01 through 06. That's me. That's who I am. I don't think he has the ability to pivot. Do you? Well, um, he hasn't proven to yet. Now, you know, you go back, and, and, and really here's his reputation. So he inherits, he inherits Christian Ponder. The guy gets drafted in the first round. They recruit E.J. Manuel. The guy gets drafted in the first round. They recruit Jameis Winston, who's the only real generational-type talent that they've had. And they win a national championship, a Heisman Trophy, and a and uh, he's a first-rounder. So now that's where all of this reputation comes from. The issue is that he doesn't have a generational talent at that position. I think you can still do some of the things he's doing with offensively, but you have that dude better be a difference maker. Like he he, he better be as good as there is in college football. Um, and, and that's not what they have right now. So what, it, what does that do? It over-magnifies how they're going about it, right? It makes it look worse. It makes it look more vanilla, non-innovative, that they haven't evolved. And now we could be looking at them. We could be looking at this game this week with Jalen Milrow versus Connor Wigman. That'd be wild. Yeah, it would. Um, I think Connor Wigman's better than their other quarterbacks anyway, but he hasn't played, so there's obviously a lot of risk there. Right. I mean, you're talking about throwing a and he's a freshman true fre- with a lot on his shoulder. Right. Is he a redshirt or true, Tom? True freshman. Okay. So he's a true freshman going into Bryant Denny. Boy, that that'll be fun. Um, all right. When you look, is it execution or is it the guy that's wearing the headsets calling the plays in his offense? Mm, I think it's a combination of both. I really do. I don't, you know, and he keeps bringing up that there's plays there to be made. They're just not making them. So that's either, that's, that's a combination of execution and preparation. One or the other or both. All right. Or, and this is the one that nobody wants to hear. If the plays are there to be made, they're not being made. Are they then not good enough? Right. I mean, is, is, is that the question that we're asking here? Are they not good enough? Because we can say all we want about schemes and X's and O's, but Jimbo Fisher doesn't have any eligibility. He can't actually go out there and do it for him. So at some point or another, these guys got to start making plays, and he keeps reiterating that the plays are there to be made. I'm not saying he's throwing his players on the ball. He's just saying that, well, if that's the case, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I think it's the same thing. Uh, it was He was saying the same thing last year. And um... – you know, he's got a veteran Q. I know he got beat up on Sal's at the game. Uh, the Mississippi State defense. Max Johnson is one tough kid. Yes. Because the Mississippi State defense just absolutely crushed him all day. Um, yeah, that offensive line is just. And I told you, I, I'll tell you, when that stadium gets rocking, I, I thought they would have a hard time. Told you that last week. Yeah. They're, they're one dimensional. Well, I don't even know if they're that. A-chain's good, but but the offensive line is so bad. Did he miss not going to the – all right, they're A&M, and they'll, they'll, th- they'll throw money around and I, whatever. All right, they, they, they'll go, and they'll do what they need to do. 
was it a big whiff by Jimbo and the staff to not go transfer portal offensive line while we were talking about all the high school dudes that they landed? Um, maybe to some degree, unless they overestimated where they thought they were in the offensive line. And that could be the case as well. And the problem is, is the transfer portal, as far as the caliber of player that you need um, at a place like Texas A&M to get better, one of the least represented positions in terms of numbers in the transfer portal is offensive line. Right. Uh, at high level guys. I'm talking about like difference maker, big time player guys. So I would also ask the question, and I'm not, no, I don't know this off the top of my head, how many, how many were actually available that would have made them absolutely better or convinced them would be better than what they currently had? And that's probably the question they were asking themselves. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Um, let's switch gears. Leach needed a big home win. Well, you need to win a conference game, but a big game at home. And so everybody was partying and happy, and they did what they needed to do. Um you can give me a quick takeaway from that game, but I also want to tee up the fact that they host an Arkansas team, and this is a very winnable game for them. And Arkansas has just gone through two uh, very, very physical games against A&M and Bama. Yeah, they really have. I mean, they're, they're going through a gauntlet, right? Their schedule, and a lot of people talk about that schedule coming into the season that you know, Arkansas is going to be a pretty good team. They're going to be improved, but that is, that's murderer's row right there. And um, I'll tell you, um, I, I'm really impressed with, you, you know, you talk about the transfer portals. That's where Ole Miss has done the best job because it's not, it's, it's not just that they went to the transfer portal. They were very, very specific in what they were targeting and who they went after and why. Um, you know, having conversations with Lane and with, with Coach Partridge on defense about the research and the homework that they did on those guys. Because remember, if you're going to do that, and guys have, let's just say, two years of eligibility or maybe three years of eligibility or maybe even one, you can't miss on those guys because you'll ruin your depth of your football team, right? Because now you've given all those scholarships to those guys and didn't give them to a four- or five-year kid out of high school. So whether it's Kari Coleman, okay, we talked about Zach Evans, Michael Trigg, Jackson Dart, what, whoever it is, that is why Ole Miss is playing so much better right now. Yeah. Um, and it is impressive. They went all in. Uh, you're right. I mean, he, they had dedicated staffers in-house, did a lot of research, did the legwork mm-hmm. to make sure. They're not going to hit on all of them, but you're right. It is a big group of them that are contributing. And, and it made a difference. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he had to. He had to flip that roster fast for them to win as many games as they're going to win. The secondary has made a big difference, and then the true freshman corner is going to be a great player. Yeah, and Judkins is unreal. Judkins is unreal. Was he an ESPN 300? No, he wasn't. He was he was a kind of an out of nowhere guy, and you know we obviously missed there. What the Lane said, he reminds him of Josh Jacobs. That was the guy Good that he made the comment. 
Yeah. I remember, I think he was from like Tulsa, Oklahoma and spurned the Sooners to yeah, go to was. Bama. Um, that's right. What a player. I never thought he was used as much as he should be at, at Bama. Um, all right. Arkansas at Mississippi state. Uh, what matchup are you looking for? Uh, Leach is 0-2 against Pittman, Odom, and Browse. How do you see this one in Starkville this weekend? I see Starkville using the home field advantage again. I really do. I think that's their one of their greatest assets. When you can score, if they get on top of you, and they're able to, to get ahead 10, 14 points, it is so difficult to climb back into that in, in that environment unless you just flat out have better players. And I don't think Arkansas does. Um, I, I think Mississippi State's a pretty good football team, a team that not many people probably want to deal with right now. And they had their fair share of self-inflicted wounds if you watched the LSU game. And, um, and it cost them. And then they responded. They rebounded. I just think that they're kind of peaking, and we're in week five right now, maybe kind of peaking going into this coming weekend. What are we going into week six, I guess? Yes. I mean, that's this is uh, a team that might be playing their best football at the right time. Okay. Um, and Arkansas is one-dimensional, and their secondary is not good. This, Yeah, I know it. it hey, what are you going to do? Are you going to play man against them? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Um, hey, I thought about you. I knew you were happy. They, they rushed for 144 yards. I saw that. I check it every weekend. I do. I literally, I check it every week. I want to say, all right, what has he done? What has he done? What has he done? <laughs> what are they, they trying to pull off here? I love it. And they ripped off a, a couple of big runs. And, uh, it makes a difference, at, man. Yeah, they flipped the field on a couple of runs. No yeah. question. Uh, okay, let's switch gears to, uh, so you, you like where Ole Miss and Mississippi State are trending. No point in hitting Ole Miss Bandy. They get, they'll get a big win this weekend. Mm-hmm. The big win here in this state is can Mississippi State host Arkansas and beat them? And it sounds like you would you're leaning towards Mississippi State winning that game. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. 